week on We Need to Talk, made on Netflix, definitely stream it. Billion season finale for real this time. (laughs) Ted Lasso comes to an end. And is there really a fake Tom Cruise? Of course there is. Good morning. Good morning. I am remote today. (laughs) I know. Cheers from Atlanta. How is it? It's great. I'm having a good time. It's, uh, I forgot, you know, I haven't been here in a while. I really like it in Atlanta. They're having great weather. And I got to see Dylan yesterday. We went to a really awesome Auburn bar in Atlanta and watched the game. Congrats on your win. Yeah, big win. Then we went to this incredible restaurant in the St. Regis Hotel. First, we went to this incredible bar next to it called The Garden Room. I wish I had a picture. I got a drink. It was called Send Nudes, N-O-O-D-S, but it had a glitter bomb in it. It was this purple glitter with a little rubber ducky on top. It was the coolest drink ever. Sounds crazy. Yeah. Then we went into Atlas, the restaurant. We did the tasting menu and it was just over the top amazing. So good. Oh, life is good there in Atlanta. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Cheers to you. I'm holding up my Paloma. I needed a pink drink in honor of October and breast cancer month. So I went with my Paloma pink drink. Oh, very good. Very Yeah. Good. Cheers. Cheers. Very nice. So we have big news. Our interview on pod sauce dropped. I don't know if people got to see it. I know you posted it. Yeah. So Kay and I were invited to appear on a podcast that basically features other podcasters and makes recommendations of podcasts to listen to. And they invited us on recommending our show. Very cool. Very cool. Yay. It was really good. It was video. So if anybody wants to know what we look like, I strongly recommend that you can go (laughs) and watch us on video. (laughs) Yeah, it's very exciting. Plugging myself. I love it. I love it. All right, speaking of plugging ourselves, which is what you do all the time in this next topic, but (laughs) we definitely need to talk about this season of Ted Lasso. It is finished. I don't care if I'm spoiling things for people because I know some people, like we said, they wait until everything drops and then they watch it, but it was just so good. It's so good, and I'm so sad. Didn't you feel like you woke up Friday sad that you weren't getting a new episode? So my girlfriend, who I'm on my road trip with, we both watched the finale together, and then we both said, I can't believe there's no Ted this week. We're already missing it. We're already so devastated that it's gone. So let me ask you the question. Now that you have completed the season, do you think that it suffered in any way from the sophomore slump? Not at all. And I know that we've had this conversation about those two episodes and people didn't like the beard episode. And I've also read a lot of things about, oh, it was too feel good. I totally disagree. I got to know the characters more. I love everything about it. I'm obsessed with Sam. I'm obsessed with Keely. I'm obsessed with the Diamond Dogs. I'm obsessed with all of it. Me too. I love the show. I still love the show so much. I think I even love it more. And I'm just really... Missing it so much. I I don't want to say it feels the exact same way because we know Ted Lasso is coming back. But you know when a show ends and you miss the family? Still miss the Braverman from Parenthood. And I still miss the Taylors from Friday Night Lights. And I have others like that. I miss the team, you know? I'm worried now, though, Keely and Roy. I'm worried. I don't know what's going to happen. 
I'm very upset about that. And I join all of the other Twitter fans of Ted Lasso. Fuck Nate. Fuck you, Nate. Fuck Nate. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Terrible. I thought at the beginning when he started the spitting thing that it would be a one and done. Then I thought maybe it was a two and done. You know, I love sports so much. But the one thing I cannot deal with is spitting. So whenever they're spitting on TV, I just can't deal with it. The spitting in the last episode just made me literally gag in my mouth. It was so disgusting. <laughs> it made me hate Nate. And from what I'm reading, they're making it like he may not ever redeem himself. I'm done. I'm done with him. And I know, you know, Ted is so forgiving and so good. He'll probably forgive him. You know, what's got me even more stressed out, actually, is that I've been reading a lot that it may not go past the third season. I thought season three and four, no? I don't know. Like, is that confirmed that it's definitely four? We have to look that up because... I want to make sure before I say anything. Yeah, because I was reading a lot about him saying he's going out on top and not dragging things on. So I don't know. I mean, we know we have three, so that's something to look forward to. But we have a whole year before we're going to get three. So I recommend that everybody goes back and watches their favorite episodes and that we all go to the milk bar and get the biscuits. Yeah, I need those biscuits. As soon as I'm getting those biscuits. Yeah, the milk bar picked up the biscuits, which is awesome. So, yeah, brilliant move. We'll miss you, Ted, but I'm going back. I said I wanted to watch that rom-com episode, and you wanted to watch that other one, the funeral episode. So we're going to go back and watch it. So we'll still get our little Ted Lasso fix. Yeah. I'm probably going to rewatch the entire thing, I think. We <laughs> <laughs> need it. All right. So as Ted comes to an end, so does another show. And actually, this has definitely come to an end because I am not watching season six. And that is Billions. Yes, Christy, we actually had the season finale. <laughs> and I literally just finished it this morning, to be honest with you. And so it's fresh in your mind. It's fresh in my mind. And I don't know how I feel. I'm annoyed, but not annoyed. I am not going to watch season six. I know that. Why are you not going to watch it? See, I'm excited because, okay, so spoiler alert, people, Damian Lewis is leaving Billions. So that is handled in the final episode. Is there a chance he could come back? The storyline would indicate that there's a chance, but he has said he's leaving the show. So well, he lost his wife right. tragically in April. And he had said originally he only signed up for five seasons, but I think he would have done after the loss of his wife. He's spending time with his family, which is totally understandable. I think that you said this the last time when we thought it was the ending, but it wasn't. One of the things that you said was, you're tired of the same cat and mouse situation and we're going to have the same situation, just a different guy. And I'm done. I followed Damian Lewis for five seasons. I'm not following another guy. It's just not happening. And let me tell you something else. It's very upsetting. The fact that they were never in the same room right. is so disturbing to me. So I don't even get hot Wendy sex. I don't even get that. I get nothing. None of it. We got none of that. I feel like the show should win for editing, though. They did a great job editing. Great job. Really. Great job. But I've given them five seasons. I do think that the last 25 minutes of the last episode was some of the best that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So, you know, I was excited about that. It was a good ending for them. But yeah, I'm over it. So I'm saying goodbye. Look, I don't have room on my plate anyway. I'm saying goodbye to a show. 
you could tell me how it is when it starts in January. I will let you know only because I love Dollar Bill and I love Mafi. I'm going to tune into the next season to see how that plays out. Yeah, that was cute. Out in a good way, I'll stick with it. If we're back to the same structure where it's Chuck and his team against Mike Prince and his team, I'm out. Yeah, well, I saw the preview at the end of the episode for season six, which is, I guess, coming out in January. And it looked like the same shit, just different guy. In the preview, there wasn't much with Dollar Bill and Mafee. So I'm just going to hope that somebody out there says, hey, let's not have the same structure. Let's shake things up a bit and play it out the right way. Does Wendy have sex with Mike Prince? That's really what I want to know. No? No. Okay. If anything, let Frank Grillo come back out of revenge and they could have some crazy revenge sex. Yeah, I guess. All right, so we say goodbye to Billions. We say goodbye to Damian Lewis. I wish him and his family well. Very sad. Let's talk about something that's not sad. It's actually a great story, and that is a Netflix show that dropped called Made. Did you tune in to Made? I watched all of it, and let me just say this. Okay, there's so much about this show. I had more anxiety from this show than I did from the Squid Game. I really did. All right. First of all, you're bugging. That's a ridiculous statement. There was times I had to just take a break. The story of, of Maid is Andy McDowell and her real-life daughter, Margaret Qualley, are mother and daughter. And Which is great, by the way. They're both phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. Andy McDowell is an undiagnosed bipolar person, so she's out of her mind. And her daughter is poor, just super poor in an abusive relationship with Nick from uh, Love, Simon. Nick who we love, who another brilliant performance by him. Brilliant. Yes. And it's, you just start to see she's broke. She has no money. She's in an abusive relationship. She has no support system. And she starts cleaning houses. Where do they live again? They live in their... Well, she's cleaning in a place called Fisher Island. Island. Fisher Island is actually off the coast of Miami, but they never filmed once in Fisher Island. They filmed in British Columbia and they filmed in Canada. It didn't look like Miami at all. It's off the coast of Miami. It's an island off the coast of Miami. It's very exclusive, like big sports, you know, people are there. Oh, I always, I, for some reason, I thought it was in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so she ends up cleaning homes on Fisher Island to get money, save money, go to college and get, just get out of this crazy life she's stuck in. And telling you one thing after another, after another, and she has a daughter of her own with Nick Robinson and all she wants is the best for this daughter. You know this is based on a true story. No. Oh yeah, this, know that. okay, so this is a true story and this is a, a book by Stephanie Land. It's a memoir, actually. It's called Made. It came out, I think, I want to say in like 2019. I actually read the book. You um, yeah. When did you read all these books? Well, I actually read it during the pandemic because she's now an author. She's released a lot of other books and she talks a lot. She's always in the New York Times and Washington Post. She's a lot on poverty and women in poverty and a lot of issues like that, a lot of social issues. I'm watching the show on Netflix, though, I have no idea that they made her story into a Netflix show. I have no idea. I did not read that. So I'm watching the show. I, I swear, I think I'm on episode three. I go, this is like very familiar. I think, and 
And then I Google it, and it's her story that was picked up by Netflix. Oh, my God. So Stephanie is a real-life person. So now there's a lot of differences because, well, first of all, there's a lot of similarities, but there's also a lot of differences because, you know, made for TV, it's more character development. There's no father in the book that her father and that woman who's very nice to her, that she cleans her house and stuff like that, she's not really in the book. But it is the story of this girl who's a, a mother coming out of a uh, abusive relationship and cleaning houses and getting out of poverty. So it's, a, it's an amazing story. Okay, first of all, that's blowing my mind. But I do have, a, as much as I love this and I do recommend it, I don't think it's for everybody, but I do recommend it and I say stream it. But so I have a couple of things. One, that kid is always asleep. They're always, are you sleeping? She's sleeping, she's sleeping, she's sleeping. Two, the kid can never walk. They always have to carry her. She's old enough to walk and they're always carrying her everywhere. I mean, the kid is like two years old. Can you cut her some slack? The kid bugs me. I gotta say, the kid bugs me. I definitely say stream it. I also would recommend people to read the book. You could definitely get it on Amazon. Um, read. I mean, I read. You're the only one that doesn't read. <laughs> I mean, I say stream it. And the acting by these guys was great. So now I'm reading Netflix. It was in the top 10, the whole thing. So now Netflix, I guess, is going to decide what they do from here. But there is no other storyline. So it would be one of those made up storylines. So I guess they could follow her, you know, to Montana. Or I also read, which I thought was interesting, is that a part of what this memoir did is it exposed this lifestyle, like people coming out of poverty and then maids telling their story, right? So Netflix could go and follow like another maid type of thing, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I have a question about the book because one of the things I loved was she was a writer and she wrote about the different houses that she cleaned. And the she did. Yeah, she did do that. So that was real. Yes. Those stories. I always wonder what my cleaning people. <laughs> oh, yeah. It really makes you think. Definitely. Sometimes I think to myself, my poor cleaning person must be like, what the fuck goes on here? Like, seriously. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage people because. <laughs> that garbage people know so much about you just from your garbage. But I well, definitely am wondering now, what do my cleaning people think about me? My sanitation men are definitely going to ring my doorbell because there are less Casamigo bottles because there's a Casamigo shortage and they're probably going to be worried about me. So <laughs> I think that that's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So let's transition. We say stream it, right? I'm saying stream it. Yeah. Okay. So we say stream it. Let's transition to another show, which is also based on a book that I did not read. And that is called One of Us is Lying. And it's on Peacock. Did right. you get a chance? No. I, you know, I'm on the road. I'm on a road. You're on the road. You're on the road. I get it. To keep up with our shows. But I really, the only thing that I added to my repertoire was Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos thing, which sucks shit. And I say, everybody skip it. Yeah, I know. I, I'm so sad about that, though, because we, we were excited. And not good. Anyway, One of Us is Lying is on Peacock. And I believe they're dropping, I think there's going to be a total of eight episodes, but they dropped three. So I watched all three. And again, it's based on a book. It's dark. It's kind of like Gossip Girl, which we love, right? Because it's like the... Well, yeah, the show Gossip Girl or the HBO Gossip The show Gossip Girl. I don't like so, HBO Gossip Girl. It's kind of like Gossip Girl meets The Breakfast Club. 
And I enjoyed the three episodes. I think I'm going to finish it and then say stream it or skip it. But right now, I would say stream it. I'm going to tell you when you get off of your vacation to try it. So it's on Peacock. One of us is lying based on a book. I think that's a good blend of what it is. All right. I know you didn't watch the challenge, so we'll be quick. But TJ is really, really shaking it up shaking it up. Yeah. So he got rid of the pairs and now we're in teams of six. And then after the challenge, so Priscilla, who I love and so cute, but she was a rookie. She got eliminated this week, but, and she brought in she's such badass move. She, she challenged Ashley two-time winner, Ashley. It's badass. And she even said at the, I'm going to go out, but by, you know, being beaten by the best, which I thought was great. But anyway, they say to Ashley at the end, all right, Ashley, you can now choose which team you want to join, which is crazy. Like she doesn't just go back to her team. She can now choose any team. Yeah. So take up in the system. It's a big shake up in the system and everybody was like staring at each other. It was so good. So you got to catch up on that because it's going next week is going to get crazy because now it's all over the rookie veteran. It's over. So now everybody's just like, you know, going to kill each other. (laughs) Very exciting. All right. We got to talk news. I never thought this day would come. Where's my Paloma? Let me hold on. Let me have a sip. It's a big week. I know you're so happy right now. Happiness is not even close to the way. Adele, everyone. Adele. We were almost at the end. Adele and I. We were almost at the end. But she drops her new single. I listened to it a thousand times. Really good. She is dropping her album on November 19th. And she's now announced that she will be doing a holiday TV concert or some bullshit. I don't care. Adele is back. I just, all I know is I'm waiting for her to do that residency in Vegas, if that's true, and I am booking my ticket. I just never thought it was going to happen. Six years is a long time. Six years, people. I've been waiting for this. Six years. Great. I'm not the hugest Adele lover like you, but I have to say the new song is phenomenal. Cheers to me. I cannot wait for the holiday TV concert. Good. All right. So last week, we just have to talk about it because it's hilarious. So last week, Kim Kardashian was the host of SNL. And she was amazing. Now, it's amazing. The show seems good this season. Did you or did you not think it was very edgy? Her monologue. From what I heard, she told the writers nothing was off limits. Do whatever you want. Kanye was on board. Everybody was on board. Her mom and her sister were there. I thought it was very edgy and very in your face. I I, was amazed at how she really uh, put it out there. I read that Yay, Yee, Yay, what's his name again? Yay? I believe it's Yay. Yay was with her in New York City. So I did read that because they were like, in pictures or whatever. But I heard that he wasn't very happy with some of the stuff that she said. What I read was she told the writers, do whatever you want. There's nothing off limits. And she did it. She really did. Look, I thought she was good. I I would not have. Well, look what she did to Chris. I would have not touched the OJ thing. 
at all. That is insane. And quite frankly, I mean, a little bit of poor taste. If I'm the Coles family, I don't find that funny. I think that's in poor taste. And, they're fr- and they were friends. I'm, yeah, I mean, very edgy. All right, Kim, I get it. Great, make fun of your family, make fun of everything. Great, I'm all about making fun of the Kardashians. That's fine. She called Corey Gamble a gold digger. I, love I know, that was great. That was really good. So yeah, it's, it's worth it if you guys didn't see it to tune into the monologue on YouTube. It's all over the place. All right, listen. I know we've had this conversation before, but are there really fake Tom Cruises? Can someone tell me? I have been telling you this. This is where I feel vindication. Now there's pictures of Tom Cruise at a Dodger game where he looks like he gained 100 pounds. He's but like, is it him? No. Who knows if it's him? That's my point. There's fake Tom Cruises all over the place. That could be him. It might not be him. Who knows? It's a brilliant strategy. Brilliant. Keep but- up. Face in the news could be me, could not be me. People are talking. My personal opinion is it's not him. So the fake Tom Cruise goes to all sporting events. Wouldn't you if you were a fake Tom Cruise? I'd go to everything if I was a fake Tom Cruise. I would use my fake Tom Cruise for everything. I would get into everyone. I'd have primo seats for everything. Fantastic. I'm fake Tom Cruise. This, this guy at the Dodger game looks like he ate Tom Cruise. Fantastic. <laughs> Who cares? I am all in that this is fake Tom Cruise. I love it. I, I don't know. I, I can't get over it. All right. Okay, great. Fake Tom Cruise. Oh, we didn't see this because I don't know if you're watching it. Are you watching that the Bradshaw Bunch dropped again next season? I haven't started it. I watched the first one where they go to Hawaii and they renew their vows. Okay, so I have to watch. There's only been a couple because you know I love, I love everything about it. But he was in the news this week with some... You know, I get I'm so stupid. Harry Bradshaw, he's what, like almost 80 years old. He's friggin' hilarious. He loves everybody. He's not offensive people. Just everybody shut up and just laugh. Erin Andrews is so hot. I have such a crush on Erin Andrews. Everybody thinks Erin Andrews is hot. I get it. But was Erin Andrews offended? I didn't read that. No, okay. I haven't listened to her podcast this week. Yeah, I think I have to tune into that. Yeah. yeah probably listen on our ride home to New Jersey, but I'm guessing that she and Carissa will talk about it on their podcast. I would love to get them on our podcast. They're freaking good. He didn't even really say anything so bad. Like, I I mean, I know we're in a very sensitive time. I get it, but totally fine people. Everybody needs to relax. Very adorably cute. He's Terry Bradshaw, for God's sake. I know. All right. So I got to tune into his show, and I love Aaron Andrews, too. I agree, Terry. I agree. Okay, couple things. So Jennifer Coolidge is coming back to White Lotus. So we know White Lotus got renewed, and we did read that, I mean, they can't obviously have the same people, but we saw that there would be some crossover, right? And so Jennifer Coolidge will be the crossover, which I think is brilliant. That's smart. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Crossover. And by the time this podcast drops, Succession, which I've been waiting for, Can't also wait. drops, right? Yes. Tonight, HBO Max. Be there, be square. Okay. Season three. Okay. But let me tell you something that's upsetting me about Succession. What? So there is a new sex toy that is coming out. And it has to do, it's an adult sex toy. Uh, and it's called Greg the Egg. Greg the Egg. And it has to uh, do with fans who have a thing for Cousin Greg. 
Well, we now, have for Cousin Greg. Well, I don't feel like I have a thing for Cousin Greg. You do? Not a sexual thing. I just enjoy Cousin Greg. Well, this is somebody who really enjoys him a little bit more. And so now, Greg the Egg, I guess if you pair it up or whatever you want to do with Greg the Egg, you pair it. Every time Greg appears on the screen, it will trigger the device to vibrate. Okay, wait a minute. I'm just telling you, this is this upsetting news. I need a sip of my Paloma because I don't understand that either. Drinking game. It's an orgasm game. Yeah, it's not a drinking game, dude. It's a sex toy. So Yes. Every time Greg comes on the screen, it will automatically vibrate. So Bluetooth can go in the JJ? <laughs> Pairing can match inside the JJ. Listen, wait, TMI, everybody, TMI. I am just reporting the news about the adult sex toy, Greg the Egg. I can't even believe that this is possible. Take a step back. In this new season of Succession, I have to really focus a little bit more on Greg because I don't see it. I don't get it. Well, he's not hot. Well, okay, but so then why do you need a sex toy? Some people are weird. He's not hot. I have to look into this a little bit. This is insane. I mean, don't you think there should be like a sex toy from some of the people in Yellowstone? Uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep it in the whole time. TMI, TMI. Okay, let's get off of that. Let's get off of that. All right. Anyway, let's, let's wrap up on that note. <laughs> I have a game and I have a game for to get past this Greg the Egg thing for a while. I'm just Ted, Ted Lasso game. Ted Lasso game. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So I'm going to give you four statements and you're going to tell me which one's the lie. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Ted Lasso started as a commercial. Okay. Ted Lasso broke Emmy records. Okay. The Ted Lasso cast cannot really play soccer. And Ted Lasso's biscuits are awful. I did hear the biscuits are not good. I'm hoping that Christina Tosi from Milk Bar has perfected them and made them better. And I, I know that Ted started out as a commercial or something for Monday Night Football or something. So it's, it's either that the cast is not good at soccer or that there was record-breaking Emmys. They got a lot of Emmys, but was it record-breaking? I don't know. I'm going to go with the cast can't really play soccer. Good, yeah. So actually, the cast, not they as part of when they were – uh, trying to hire for the show, they had to show off their football skills. And so they hired them knowing they couldn't play? No, that they could. That's the lie. So they, they all could play. And so not only did they look for acting, but they had to show off their football skills. Got yeah. It. Okay. So did any of them play professionally? In yeah, there, there is one. I forget which one, though. There, there definitely is one. So Ted Lasso did start as a commercial, which you know, for football. Ted Lasso did break Emmy record. So it had the most nominations. It had 20 nominations. And before that, Glee had 19 nominations. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let, let's be clear, everyone. The actual recipe for the biscuits... I mean, Milk Bar picked up. They're going to be delicious. I cannot wait to get them. But what they're giving... them an unbelievable... Uh, I don't even know if they need to be fixed because what, what they were giving her on the show, though, wasn't that recipe. They're just, like, handing her whatever. So she's eating, like, a sponge. And then for season one, and every time she's asked about the biscuits, she can't help but say, like, they're awful. So in season two, they actually made them better for her. So I don't know if they started actually using the recipe or just improved it so she wasn't eating a sponge. Okay. Yep. 
at it. Great. All right. Good job. Good job. All right. Safe trip back. Thanks. See you, see you next week. Thanks. Love ya. Love ya. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook. We need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast and Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms, rank us, leave a review. Thanks.